I'm Emma Cartmel, and this is Love Life, Live Well, the lifestyle magazine for your ears. I hope that by listening, you learn something new. I hope that you try something new. And above all else, I hope that you love your life and remember to live well. Hi there, Emma. Cannot believe we are now at the end of season two and talking about wrapping up the season. And firstly, can I just say, loved season two, thoroughly enjoyed it. I took loads of aha moments, lots of things for me to think about. Uh, So congratulations. Thank you. And I literally can't believe uh, season two, it only feels five minutes ago since we were wrapping up season one. I know it's flown by and it's as in season one, there's just been so much to take away from it and, and thoroughly enjoyed recording it. It's been, it's been amazing. So I guess for myself and the listeners out there, what have you learned, kind of took away from season two? Well, you know what? Overall, the thing that has blown me away is finding out, A, how many listeners we have listening to the podcast, but B, where they are in the world. So for those people who might not, you know, obviously you listen to podcasts because you're listening to this right now, but if you're not into them and don't know how kind of the background works, we host the podcast with a company called Buzzsprout and they tell us how many downloads we've got and where people are from. And I kind of, I did expect and hope that in season one, when we first started, that we'd get a really good loyal following in the UK because we do know people in the UK. And we have, and that's great. I'm so grateful to everybody who listens. But you know what surprised me the most is just how many listeners we have from predominantly the United States and specifically California. It has absolutely blown me away. And I'm talking thousands of people, not just a few people dotted around. I just didn't expect that at all. And I started to kind of just be amazed by it, really, and starting to to dig a bit deeper. So I want to give a big shout out and a big thank you to everybody who listens overall, everybody who listens in the States. But particularly, there's a place called Youngville and also Fresno in Napa Valley that I'd never even heard of before. And I kind of just went digging. I was like, oh, my goodness, these places, they look amazing. Uh, it's just kind of made me think, I need to, I need to go there. I want to, <laughs> I want to go and experience it for myself. The beautiful restaurants and hotels. And, of course, in Napa Valley, you've got the wine country. And I've just absolutely loved looking at all these places, big followings in San Francisco, San Jose, Huntington Beach. And I have been to San Francisco before and absolutely loved it. Yes, it's definitely on my bucket list now. It got me so excited, but a big shout out to all the people in California who have been downloading and listening to the podcast. Huge love, huge appreciation, and can't wait to see where this takes us next. I mean, Emma, when we, uh, I remember when you mentioned this and we were looking at the analytics and we, it, it kind of blew, blew us both away, but yeah, you need to pack a suitcase and you need to get on a plane and get yourself to California. Cause that's where, that's where your people are at. <laughs> no, it's just, it's, it's honestly, it's, it's, I would love to yeah, find out more about who's listening, connect with people. It's, it's been amazing, but yeah. Big shout out to the people of California. Thank you ever so much. And just can't wait to keep producing more content for you. 
Amazing, Emma. Absolutely amazing. So again, have you had one big takeaway from this season or I kind of guess like myself, inspired by a lot of the speakers' topics? Do you want to dive more into the individual topics or have you got one big kind of overall takeaway from season two? It's, it's it's kind of both. It's kind of lots of little things, but they have seem to have this overall theme. And one thing that struck me, actually from episode 10 with Will Polston, one thing he said was that our words create our worlds. And I really dug a little bit deeper with him in the episode about that. I did love it because I'm a big lover of words and their meanings but also being very careful of the language that we use in life and what we attract into our life so a few examples will talked about the using the words i have to rather than i get to and i, I love that as a as a concept so as an example if you say oh you know i i have to go to work today if you just reframe that and kind of go, oh, well, I get to go to work today. How many people in the world just don't get to go to work? Or I have to drive six hours to go to a family reunion. But, oh, I get to go to a family reunion. I get to drive there. I don't have to go on public transport. And that sense of there's certain things in our lives that we feel that we have to do or we have to get done, but actually reframe them. Oh, I get to do this. I get to jump on a plane to go for a meeting. I get to sit through this or what have you. It just reframes things. And and you know that I'm big on gratitude, Julie, and something I practice daily and encourage other people to do. But I think using the word I get to, as opposed to I have to, it kind of naturally links in a little bit of gratitude with that. It's like, oh yeah, I, I get to do this. I'm, I'm grateful for that. I don't have to do that at all. You know, I choose to is another great one. Very powerful episode. And I think words are, we're very lazy with our words and can kind of throw them around or throw words or a phrase away and not actually thinking about what what you're actually saying. And I think words are very powerful. And I just thought Will really put it into such a lovely kind of, like summed it up so beautifully. And it's all around being grateful and not I have to. I thought that was such a powerful thing to kind of consider when you are speaking, to not just to people, but also to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I think another one, another example was with uh, Laura, when we talked about imposter syndrome. And she really, again, it's about, about reframing things. So she talks about using the words imposter feelings. And I really resonated with that because for me, if we say imposter syndrome, or I have imposter syndrome about something, first of all, syndrome has a sense of being diagnosed with something and it has a sense of permanency. It feels that, oh, you have this and therefore you have to live with it. Whereas to say, oh, I have some imposter feelings, it kind of has that transient element to it. It has that sense of, oh yeah, I have some feelings, but I can control my feelings and I can do something about that. And I really love that, just that one word changing imposter syndrome to imposter feelings completely transformed how I thought about feeling like an imposter, I guess. And that for me was really helpful. It was a really great episode. And again, Laura talked about the word um, uh, should, I should do some things like, well, okay, if you feel that you should, it's different to saying I get to 
it's that sense of, oh, I really like, I really don't want to do this. And at a very basic level, as an example, oh, I should go to the gym. What you really want to do is get fit. But if you feel like you should do something, well, is there a different way of being fit than going to the gym that you kind of, oh, well, like, actually, I could, I could get to go for a long walk or go for a run or be out in nature and what have you. So, yeah, oh, that's something that was a kind of a bit of a pattern all the way through were just how words are really important and in Will's words, um, how they create our world. Um, another thing that really struck me through these this series is there was a lot of talk about self-care and we talk a lot about that on the podcast in various different ways, but it was a really strong theme for me this time. And Jo Martin touched on it on her session uh, or her episode around money mindset about being careful of being Wonder Woman and being in Wonder Woman mode and just not expecting too much of ourselves. Another example, Lara Morgan talked about the power of breathing and the importance of not being perfect. And just, uh, you know, one of her mottos is stop, inhale, reset. And I do that a lot. And in fact, <laughs> I've just been looking at my desk now. We, she talked about the... um the well-being balms that she has, and I've got them right next to me right now uh, because earlier I need to do some work where I wanted to focus, so I use my focus balm, and it's that exact thing of just stopping, breathing, inhaling the balm, and going, right, okay, now I can focus. Now I've got, you know, I know where I'm going. So, yeah, did, did you pick up on that as well, that kind of self-care? I think it's been a theme throughout season one and season two. It also just highlights, and I think I actually said this in season one as well when we did our wrap-up, it's something that we don't stop and take stock of. As you know me very well, Emma, that is definitely me. I want to be all things to all people, get everything done, bit of a perfectionist, want to show up for everybody in my life. That has a knock-on effect, right? Sometimes you've just got to take stock and some of these things aren't serving you and actually you're not serving the people that you're doing it for either because you're not doing a great job. So uh, that was definitely something that I reflected on. And like yourself, I love Lara's products. I've got her tin of balms on my desk and I've got one of her candles as well. So definitely the action of stopping to use the balms in itself is really powerful because it actually stops you and just makes you relax and kind of reset. So yeah, definitely one to look out for for Lara's products. They're brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. I, I agree. And and I'm just reflecting again now of the, that kind of theme. Think about Darshana when she talked about her company Verve Rally and Verve meaning enthusiasm. And I loved what she said around waking each morning with enthusiasm and pursuing our heart's desire. And I thought that's just a wonderful sentence almost around just making sure that we do know what our hearts desire and again that blessing of if you get to wake each morning with enthusiasm because you're working towards a big dream and that you know, that was very special for me but equally then I'm thinking about Jason Allen Scott I just loved recording that episode with him episode one he talks a lot about bonus time and it, it was just inspiring story his anyway his life story is is amazing but he talks a lot about valuing 
the moments, you know, counting the moments, not just the days and just what can you get out of each moment in life? And that was a really big thing for me because sometimes, me certainly, I'm somebody who likes to plan. If you look back to season one, we talk about journaling and planning and all that kind of thing. I'm a very much a big planner and I like to have things set out. I like to be able to achieve things and work towards things. But actually, you can get too focused on just celebrating the big things that you achieve and just thinking about the small things every day that happen that just bring you joy is a wonderful thing. And that kind of just how we wake each morning. And even this morning, I remember waking up to a beautiful sunrise and just feeling grateful of the view and just sitting there for a couple of moments. And it was just a moment that's easy to forget if we don't really treasure them. But that said, I also love talking to Seppi around surprises and being open to surprises and what might happen. So that was a really great insight for me as well is, yes, plan, create things, create your future, live life on purpose. But, you know, don't worry when life takes you onto a different path and just throw something at you. I think there's some nice surprises in life that we can embrace if only we have that carefree attitude to them. Definitely. I mean, Jason's episode, which was episode one, completely blew me away. Um, Jason's story is amazing. If anyone hasn't listened to episode one, I highly recommend, please go and listen to, to that episode. It is amazing. And like you say, it's finding the joy in the small things. I think we're we're all set these big expectations, these big visions, these big goals in our lives. And sometimes they, the joy in this, like you say, the small moments passes by and we're not appreciating them. And I think that's such a shame. And also around that opportunity, not knowing, I know, I mean, listen, I'm an operations person. Not knowing to me is, as you know, I absolutely hate it. I'm a control freak. I need to plan to the eighth degree. I need to know what is happening in the next five minutes ever. But actually, do I? Is there opportunities in the surprises, in the not knowing, in the throw yourself in and let's see what happens? There's got to be some massive opportunities in stepping through that door and stepping into the unknown that I'm missing out on and a lot of other people out there will be missing out on because it's that stepping out your comfort zone, but also um, not allowing yourself to just enjoy those small moments and that joy. I think it would be such a shame that we get to the end of our lives and look back and not have have done that because I think that's where a lot of our joy would be. Absolutely, absolutely. And finally, for season two, I'd like to also touch on the word influence because that came up a little bit around how we can influence the world, if you like. So if Will talks about how our words create our worlds, Joe Martin talked a little bit about how our actions influence the world around us. So, for example, she talked about if we buy things from the supermarket that are wrapped in plastic, we are saying that's okay. We're telling the world we will buy this. Yet our belief systems might be we don't want things wrapped in plastic. We want to go back to picking fruit and veg and weighing them into brown paper bags and and painting them in, in that way. And she said we have, because it was about money, and money mindset it was really about that we have so much influence in the decisions we make with our money we have so much buying power to influence the world in a good way that led me on to thinking around you know the newspapers that we buy that you know seem to have this 
desire to destroy lives. If we buy those newspapers, we're saying that's okay. We're signing up for that. So it was a really big thing for me about that influence from Joe. And it kind of made me think about the quote from Gandhi, which is, be the change you want to see in the world. And although the talk was about, the episode was about money mindset, it really gave me that direction of thought around influence. And and finally on that, I I loved my talk with Laura Schuckberg from Marvelous Midlife around the menopause. And I really didn't want to talk about just the menopause and symptoms and what we can do because right so there's so much out there about that. I want to talk about it being in the workplace. And on one hand it brought my heart because there's such startling figures around how many women don't feel like a talk openly in the workplace about what they're going through, how many people contemplate leaving work, how many women actually do leave work. But what was great about her episode was that she did give me a lot of hope that if we do talk about it more, we can actually influence the world and influence what the world can be like, not just for women, but for men in the in the workplace. You know, we, we need all of us in the workplace to have a healthy economy, if you like. And one of the things that I loved about season two, and one of my highlights really is when I've had men coming up to me and telling me how great that episode was and how much it made them think about the workplace that they are in, because it's not just a woman's problem to solve. It's for us all to think about. So, so Laura gave me a lot of hope and a lot of insight and I did love her session. So, you know, male, female, going through the menopause, not going through it. It's a great episode, that one, to to learn from and be inspired by. Definitely. I thought that, again, for a woman of my age, I'm definitely in the beginning of my menopause journey. And I felt extremely grateful that my boss is obviously yourself, Emma, that we, it's not something that I've ha- ever had to worry about. And again, it really did startle me about how many women out there are thinking about leaving their their jobs. I mean, it's just, it's it's frightening. And not to have that open dialogue and it to be still quite a hushed kind of topic. It's kind of a bit taboo, isn't it, in the workplace, I think, still out there. So I think that episode and for any other content and anything else out there, it's just breaking down those barriers and making the conversation easier. So yeah, that episode was amazing and, and, and well done for obviously researching that and pulling that all together because I think the conversations need to happen. And I mean, by having, you know, a gentleman come to you and say, you know, thank you, it's given them a little bit of insight. I mean, I mean, you couldn't get a better testimonial, Emma. <laughs> and it's just about that. It's kind of that question of why do we do this? And if you just influence one workplace, then we've done our job. If we've just impacted on one person, then that's that's fantastic. So, so yeah, I learned so much from every single episode, actually. But they're my biggest takeaways uh, for the season. And, yeah, just thoroughly enjoyed recording every single episode. Well, I think from a listener's point of view, we can definitely hear and see that you are enjoying it and completely in flow and completely doing what you should be doing because the topics and the the episodes and the speakers that you're you're bringing onto the podcast in season two, again, were just amazing and just on point. So uh, thank you very much and congratulations. 
Thank you. So, Emma, for your listeners out there and for myself, when is season three dropping? I mean, come on, give us a teaser. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, I'm really looking forward to next season. Um, so as always, we take a break between the different seasons. So uh, we'll be back in November with season three. So I would really love it. If you if you do love the podcast and you do want to make sure that you get to know about when we drop the next season's episodes, then remember to subscribe, hit that follow button, and then you'll make sure that you uh, don't miss out for season three. We've got some very exciting things coming up. And of course, if you do love the podcast, as always, we'd love you to give us some feedback. So leave us a five-star review if you do love it and add some thoughts in the comments box. We do read every single one. And yeah, I just can't wait to uh, get back to uh, recording season three in a couple of months. And California, get in touch with Emma. Let her know where you're listening from. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for listening to this episode of Love Life, Live Well. If you enjoyed it, we'd really love it if you could give us a five-star review and subscribe to the podcast. That way you won't miss a single episode and it really does help us to attract more and more guests to the show. I have loved recording these podcasts. I found our guests so interesting and inspiring. I hope you have too. If you've had any aha moments or takeaways, please do share in the comments. We'd love to hear from you, even if it is just one word to tell us how you feel. Mm -hmm.